Hey, it's springtime, and that means pollen and allergies for many of us. That's why we have our Air Doctor air purifier running right now. The indoor air that we breathe can be up to 100 times more polluted than outdoor air. Indoor air pollutants can cause sneezing, congestion, scratchy throat, and even more serious health problems like lung and heart disease. That's why we rely on our Air Doctor, the air purifier that filters out 99.99% of dangerous contaminants so your lungs don't have to. This includes allergens, pollen, pet dander, dust mites, mold spores, and even bacteria and viruses. Air Doctor comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus shipping. Head to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code CALM and you'll receive up to $300 off air purifiers. Our podcast listeners also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. Lock in this special offer by going to A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-P-R-O.com and use promo code CALM. You listen to this podcast because you're investing in your child's future success. Don't forget to begin investing for your future as well. That's why I'm excited that today's episode is sponsored by Acorns. Acorns makes it easy to start automatically saving and investing. And you don't need a lot of money or expertise to invest with Acorns. You can get started with your spare change. Saving and investing is one of the best habits you can model for your kids. So head to acorns.com calm or download the Acorns app to start investing saving and investing for your future today. Paid non-client endorsement may not be representative of all clients. Tier 1 compensation provided. Compensation provides an incentive to positively promote Acorns. View important disclosures at acorns.com slash calm. Investing involves risk, including the loss of principal. Please consider your objectives, risk tolerance, and Acorns fees before investing. Acorns Advisors LLC, Acorns, is an SEC-registered investment advisor. Brokerage services are provided to clients of Acorns by Acorns Securities LLC, member FINRASIPC. For more information, visit acorns.com. So you have a strong-willed child who says mean things to you. Maybe they're hurtful things, argues with you, is disrespectful. How do you respond? Because you know we don't react, but how do you respond? I want to give you a very specific tool to use. I know this is uh, one of probably 15 different ways we can respond. It's covered in the Calm Parenting Package, but I'm not sure I've ever covered this one in a podcast, so I'm going to keep it short and sweet so you can work on it this week because I really like taking a tool and working on a very specific tool over the course of the next few days or a week. Often when I do phone consultations, I say, hey, let's just work on these two or three things over the next week and then you give me feedback on how it's working because just coming home and telling your spouse, we need to change our entire parenting style, that doesn't work well because most guys are going to check out. But if you say, hey, I've got an idea, next time Sarah uh, says this to you or reacts that way, why don't you try this and just see how it works? See, that's specific and it's measurable. So that's what we're going to talk about Today on this episode of the Calm Parenting Podcast, this is Kirk Martin. I'm founder of Celebrate Calm. I love what I do. I love that I get to do this. 
I hope that this helps you and you can use this in practical ways. We learned this from having 1,500 strong-willed kids in our home over the course of a decade. And we also learned it from our strong-willed child, Casey, who, if you need help, he's the person that you need to contact. His name is Casey, C-A-S-E-Y, at CelebrateCalm.com. He will help you out. Just write to us. Tell us about your family. What are you struggling with? What are the ages of the kids? And we review this together as a family, and then we will respond to you personally because this isn't a business. It's a family mission to help your family. So here is what's going on in the home. You've got a child who maybe says hurtful things, reacts in a way that's immature or disrespectful. I want, here's the big concept today. It's okay to express disappointment in your child's attitude or behavior. So I want you to feel free to express disappointment in how they're acting. Right? I'm not, this is not making excuses of like, oh, I know they're really upset and they've got anxiety. Sure, I take all of that into account, right? But it doesn't mean I excuse things. It's okay to express a disappointment. It's how you do it that is the big difference in what we teach. So here are a few different options. I always start with this. Number one, do not take it personally. And if I can be a little bit tough on you, I'd say this. Stop it. Stop taking so personally. You're a grown adult. I was going to say something else, but you're a grown adult. So be the grown up. Lead your child. Instead of always, well, I can't believe that she would talk to me that way. Why? Why? Why are you taking it so personally? Do you go through life, right? Well, I can't believe that that person, I can't believe. We're always getting offended at what other people do. We have complete control, if we want, over how we respond to different situations in life and different people who are difficult. If you can't handle difficult people, don't be a human being and don't have relationships. Don't get married and don't have kids because everybody's difficult, including you and really including me. I'm a very difficult person in some ways. So lead your child, problem solve instead of reacting. That whole, after all I do for you, You know what I'm going to say. That's your issue. You're doing way too much for your kids, and they didn't ask for it. You did it, right? Well, I have entitled kids. Well, how did they become that way, right? We have have to step up and take responsibility for ourselves. There's no blame in this. There's no guilt. I don't do guilt trips. I'm just asking you, like I ask myself, be honest with yourself about what's really happening here. Because you can go through, and some of you, I'm not talking to you, I might be talking to your spouse, right, or someone else. But you go through their childhood like, well, they're just so difficult. And look, I was on a phone consultation, and a mom said this, you know, to be honest, I feel resentful sometimes toward my child because he's so difficult. And my response was, that's a very honest statement. And it's true. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's that I don't want you to react out of that resentment, I want you to honestly deal with the resentment of, I do so much, this child is so challenging at times, and and it's flipped our whole house upside down. True, right? So you don't have to deny it, but I don't want to react to it and end up hurting your relationship with your child and making things worse, because that's usually what happens. We make things worse, and we ruin the relationship. So don't make it about you. Make it about helping your, and here's the word, child. And even if that child is 17 or 23 or whatever age, 
they're still younger than you and they're your child. And so a trick that I used is eventually when I got this and I started implementing it in our home, when I heard Casey speaking to me in a certain tone, what triggered, instead of me taking it personally, I can't believe that he's talking to me like that. I'm the man, man in the house. I'm the adult in the house. I'm the parent. He shouldn't do that. I never did that to my family. Let go of all those things. Instead, what it shifted to is something's going on with my son right now. And as the adult, I've got two options. You know, I was talking to a dad yesterday. And uh, this dad, uh, like me, like most of us, has a problem with proving his point. And so when his child does something, he reacts. And I said, Dad, watch this. Watch what's happening here. Sometimes you want your child to be disrespectful in a sense because then that justifies you reacting and laying into your child and scoring points. And the dad was like, oh, that's exactly what I do. And I said, good. I said, there's no blame. There's no guilt in that. It's a recognition. It's good self-awareness that you didn't even know what was happening. But in some ways, you, you've grown to like this pattern as well. That this pattern of your child being disrespectful serves you because it gives you an opportunity to feel justified in reacting and laying into him. But now I'm asking you to be the grown-up and be the leader, be the person that you are at your business and in every other, other area of your life. And instead of reacting and justifying it, you don't. So here's a way that you can handle this. Here's some uh, scripts, some language. This may skew a little bit older, but I don't mind you using it with a three-year-old, right? Because a lot of this isn't the word so much as it is the tone. You can respond very softly, quietly, or in a very even measured of tone. You know, I'm disappointed in how you're handling this situation because I know you're capable of more. Or I'm disappointed in how you're talking to me right now because I know you're capable of more. Now, I'm not going to react or get angry, but I will let you know that you talking to me like this causes me to not trust you. And it causes me to not give you the freedom and privileges you really want. But if you want to express your disagreement in a better, healthier, more mature way, I'm happy to listen. And then often with that, you know that I like movement. I will invite and I'll say, look, I'm running up to the store now. I'm going for a walk. I'm getting started on dinner. If you want to come help me with that, I'd love to listen to you as long as you talk to me right, in a, in a respectful way. You can disagree with me just not disrespectfully, right? Does that make sense? Is a very low key way of handling it. There's no drama or energy. You're not getting run over. You're not letting them get away with things instead of reacting with anger or lecture. And I will tell you, because I'm around parents all the time, that lecturing voice that we think is, well, I just need to teach them. It's not teaching, it's lecturing. And it doesn't work. It's not received. It makes kids angry. And it makes me angry when I hear parents do it. I'm like, oh, I'm cringing and I'm not even the child because that voice, it just gets so hectoring and, and, and um, what's a condescending and icky. I just don't like it. So instead of anger or lecturing, you're communicating that you're just, just disappointed with how your child is yelling or talking the attitude because you know that they're capable of being more grown up. Right? And it's your tone of voice 
that really matters in this and how you comport yourself, right? So here's another option that I really, really like and I encourage you to do this week. So your child is really upset or disrespectful, angry, yelling at you, talking back, disrespectful, full on. Go quiet. Instead of reacting, just get quiet. In your body posture, in your face, in your tone, and just say softly, I'm really disappointed that you're talking to me that way. Nothing else. Just let those words fill the air. No more just quiet disappointment. Because now you've just expressed yourself very, very succinctly. I'm disappointed that you're talking to me that way. That's it. No lecture about how they should or shouldn't talk to you. Not talking about uh, giving them ideas and showing them a different way. You're just making a very simple statement about how that affects you and what you're thinking about that, which is you're disappointed. And let it fill the air. Let them now have to own that. Now, I don't do it in a way of disappointed in you as a human being and you're never going to be successful. That's not the tone. The tone is I'm disappointed that you're talking to me that way. And then you can just try. You may just walk out of the room or you may go and start doing something, doing the dishes or working on something or sitting down on your computer or working on something and you're still there but you just put it in their court. Now you've got to read the room. Sometimes it can be followed by a very soft, hey, after I get back from uh, going upstairs, if you want to try it again, I'd love to give you another chance, right? But, but the, the tone of voice is that you're disappointed in them and that they're capable of more and that you're willing to listen to them again there's an invitation to talk and help. It could be, I'm disappointed. I'm really disappointed that you're talking to me that way. Look, I, I'm going to run to the store. I've got to go. I'm going to go take a shower. I got to go to the basement. I'll be back up. And there's an invitation to listen again. And you may give them a little space to process that. Try that this week. Because what I want to do is get us in a space where we are communicating with our kids, where we are there with them. But instead of doing this dance of, well, they said something mean, so I'm going to react. And then it escalates and nothing good happens. I want to get to problem solving and I want to get to connection. Remember, it is connection. It is connection that builds and breeds compliance. It is that connection of relationships that change behavior and attitudes. So try that this week. Let me know how it goes. If we can help you, uh, go to our website, celebratecalm.com. You can look for the Calm Parenting Package. Uh, we have specials on that. If you need help with any of our products or resources or your or family needs, email Casey, C-A-S-E-Y, celebratecalm.com. Love you all. Talk to you soon. Hope you will uh, spread the word. Let others know about this podcast. We appreciate it. Bye-bye.